Well, hey, good morning. It's uh, Monday, November 29th, 2021. Monday, November 29th, 2021. The long-awaited trial of uh, Jelaine Maxwell begins today. Jury selection. And in uh, even a longer-awaited trial for Jesse Smollett starts today as well, which is really odd. I mean, I had completely forgotten about that thing. It's been so long. What has that been, three years? Because that was, that was pre-COVID. Uh, that begins today also. Um, and today, of course, Cyber Monday, go online, buy something. It'd be better if you can buy it locally from somebody. But uh, I'm looking for socket wrenches, you know. Uh, I've been looking at stuff that's been, uh, you know, cyber cyber sales uh, for Cyber Monday. And uh, maybe I'll find something. I saw some nice sets, eh, in case you didn't know. And I think I talked about this. My car got stolen. And they stole my tools out of my car. Now, I've had these tools for like 40 years, and I've never lost a socket from them. That hurt. (laughs) PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, I appreciate you coming in every day. It's really nice of you. Uh, It's uh, So I, I can't believe how lucky I am to have such smart people listening to me. Uh, If you can, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow and tweet to me questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you just have a a story to tell me about, or maybe you just want to complain that that, uh, I'm not covering a a story a certain way. I hear that from my family all the time. Uh, So now we have Omicron. Uh, for virus names, Omicron, it was the Delta variant. Now it's the Omicron variant. Uh, stock market dropped after the announcement by the WHO uh, that they were going to name it. Uh, but it has already begun the recovery. It's up a little bit today, but it's not up from its down. Uh, I mean, it's, it's up from its down, but it hasn't made up for the how much it went down on uh, over the weekend. You pissed at China yet? I. Uh, not the people. Chinese people are fine. The op- oppressive government. Uh, I'm one who believes a mixture of what begat this virus. I think it was a naturally occurring virus that it just happened, you know, like, like in the movie Contagion with uh, Matt Damon. But I also believe China got hold of it, studied it, and, it, and allowed it to get out accidentally or on purpose. That's the question. And I would not put it past China to try some real-world, real-time testing on its own people. So I I truly believe that could have happened because China is that way. China would do something like that. And then it would get out of control, of course. So anyway, now we have Omicron variant with over 30 mutations, including in the spike protein. And of course, the spike protein is the concern because that's how Moderna and Pfizer fight the virus. Uh, Pfizer, by the way, said that they think their pills will fight against, uh, will work against Omicron because they have the, the new pills. You can take pills now instead of getting an injection if you want, if you're, you have a fear of needles. Last week, Israel and the EU member nations banned travel from like seven or eight African countries uh, for Omicron. Uh, two cases arrived in Canada from Zimbabwe. Uh, so we expect them to be added to the list of South African uh, nations, though they are sort of Central African. 
South Africa is complaining that uh, travel has been cut off because they were good at identifying the variant. But I see travel restrictions as completely separate. I mean, we appreciate them uh, being able to identify it. Uh, But we would uh, uh, close travel if we had found it too. So, you know, uh, which would have been in a couple of days anyway. And then you would have been uh, uh, told, hey, why didn't you tell us about it? You know, Um, the WHO said, who you say? The World Health Organization, that's who. Uh, The WHO said, travel restrictions may play a role in slightly reducing the spread of COVID-19, the new variant, but places a heavy burden on lives and livelihoods. If restrictions are implemented, they should not be unnecessarily invasive or intrusive and should be scientifically based according to the international health health regulations which is a legally binding instrument of internationally international law recognized by over 190 nations uh hey i don't think it's a knee-jerk reaction to restrict travel you know um i'm sure we have the omicron variant here in the united states but restricting travel will slow uh, uh, the spread. They were saying that the borders should be left open. That's what the WHO was saying. Uh, who, you say? WHO, World Health Organization. There is something to that in, in that the virus has already spread, but I agree travel should be restricted. And let us not forget that the reason this variant happened is because we are not vaccinating the world. Only rich company, countries are getting vaccinated. So this is why this continues to happen. Every time a person is infected with any variant, there are millions of chances that a mutation could happen. Millions. Biden on Friday added South Africa to the travel ban, and I'm uh, uh, sure Zimbabwe will follow. Immediately after, right-wing sociopaths pointed out that Trump was labeled a racist in, main, uh, in mainstream media for his travel ban on South Africa, and Biden wasn't. Why is that? Well, to which I responded, <laughs> Trump is a racist. That's why. And his travel ban was put in in January of 2020 before COVID. Right? There was no COVID. And, well, I mean, it was there. We just didn't know about it. So... He just did it because he didn't want blacks coming over. Yes, he is racist. That's what I'll say. Uh, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, on Black Friday, progressive U.S. lawmakers tried to pressure the Senate to pass sweeping House-approved labor, uh, labor rights re- uh, legislation, which is what we need. I mean, it, it's always better for the people if uh, labor rights are protected. Uh, the protected... I'm sorry, the Protecting the Right to Organize, or PRO, PRO Act, uh, is backed by economists, labor groups, and various progressive advocacy organizations. It would boost access to union elections, expand collective bargaining rights, and introduce penalties for exploitive companies like, oh, I don't know, Nike, or like just about any, any company that, that uh, uh, Amazon, there's, a, there's an exploitive company. Uh, Although the PRO Act, H.R. 842 and Senate Bill 420, was opposed by 205 House Republicans and one Democrat, Representative Henry Quellar of Texas, we've talked about him before, 
Um, who uh, And he faces a progressive uh, primary challenger in 2022, by the way. Uh, it passed the House in March, despite. Uh, since then, the evenly split uh, Senate has failed to vote on it. Of course, even if they did allow, Republicans did decide to allow it to, to be voted on. Of course, Manchin's uh, state of West Virginia has a lot of non-union labor. And Kirsten Cinema of Arizona refuses to sign it. Sign on for it. Anyway. On Friday, a coalition of advocacy groups and unions planned Make Amazon Pay protest and strikes in at least 20 countries to demand the e-commerce giant raises wages, improve workplace conditions, operate more sustainably, and pay its fair share of taxes. Uh, progressives used that to talk about the uh, this stagnant pro-act bill. Of course, Republicans don't like labor unions, so the bill won't even be heard in the Senate. They will block it no matter what. All 193 member states of the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization adopted the first global framework agreement on the ethics of artificial intelligence, which acknowledges that, quote, all technologies can be a great serv- uh, all excuse me, AI technologies, not all, AI technologies can be a great service to humanity and that all countries can benefit from them while warning that they also raise fundamental ethics concerns. Did they look to Asimov for this? Hmm, I wonder. Uh, UNESCO said in a statement Thursday, AI is pervasive and enables uh, many of our daily routines, booking flights, steering, driverless cars, and personalized uh, personalizing our morning news fees. A- AI also supports the decision-making of governments and the private sector. I have a problem with how... You see, AI is not really intelligent. It's programmed by humans, so it does make mistakes. Uh, AI technologies are delivering remarkable results in highly specialized fields such as cancer screening and building inclusive environments for people with disabilities. They also help combat global problems like climate change and world hunger and help reduce poverty by optimizing economic aid. But the technology is also bringing new unprecedented challenges. We see increased gender and ethnic bias significant threats to privacy, dignity, and agency, dangers of mass surveillance and increased use of unreliable AI technologies in in law enforcement, Uh, to name just a few. Until now, there were no universal standards to provide an answer to these issues, so it's a good sign uh, that the U.S. joined the rest of UNESCO members in signing the agreement. I actually know someone in Seattle working on AI on its ability to identify objects. Uh, And you have to look at some serious ethics issues. And and this is a a good example that I always see. Uh, One one specific uh, uh, um, simple question among millions. Um, A self-driving car does not have time to stop. Okay, let's just say there's something happens and don't have time to stop. There's a woman with a baby carriage that rolled out in front of its path. There are only two paths. Okay, hit the baby carriage or swerve into oncoming traffic and kill the driver. To me, 
the obvious logical answer is to hit the baby carriage because it's not the fault of the driver or the oncoming traffic who would die. It's not their fault that this woman made this mistake. Some may disagree, but taking away a person's choice to live or die is the added question. In an autonomous car, do you have the choice to live? Right? But there are hundreds of thousands of variations that need to be programmed. AI doesn't allow in-the-moment decisions by the driver. Now, program the rule for autonomous weapons. Right? What's going on there? We have already had an, an autonomous drone seek out and identify a, a high-ranking terror suspect and kill him with collateral damage, uh, 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 um, without human intervention. And there was collateral damage, like I said. This happened during the Obama administration. But the UNESCO agreement is further reaching. UNESCO says new recommendations aim to realize the advantages AI brings to society and reduce the risk it entails by protecting data through action uh, beyond what tech firms and governments are doing to uh, guarantee individuals more protection by ensuring transparency, agency, and control over their personal data. Banning social scoring and mass surveillance, which are very invasive, infringe on human rights and fundamental freedoms and are used in a broad way. 1984, in other words. Uh, helping to monitor and evaluate countries and companies developing and deploying AI systems to assess the impact of those systems on individuals, on society, and on our environment, and protecting environments to help ensure that AI becomes a more prominent tool in the fight against climate change and on tackling environmental issues. UNESCO Director General Azuli, Azule uh, said... The world needs rules for artificial intelligence to benefit humanity. The recommendation of the ethics of AI is a major answer. It sets the first global normative framework while giving states the responsibility to apply it at their level. UNESCO supports its 193 member states and its implementation and asks them to report regularly on their progress and practices. Um, ethics. Uh, Ethics of Tech uh, founder Vahid Razavi said, We need to make sure we don't create a world where we have autonomous weapons, like that one that was already used. Uh, there's a lot of harm that can be done with AI, and so we need an ethical framework, and we need as humans uh, to come together and decide what is best course of action to take with these technologies before they surpass us in their abilities. And, of course, that's right. Uh, we need to be careful with what we do with AI. That one question I gave you, there are hundreds of thousands of other questions that could, ha that, that could happen just in self-driving cars alone, right? Uh, moving on. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has decided not to run for governor in Texas uh, in polls. He would easily unseat Greg Abbott in, in a head-to-head -head race. But as you know, we talked about this last week. Beto O'Rourke is running for governor. Uh, but in a three-way race, McConaughey and O'Rourke split the vote, allowing Abbott to win. So McConaughey would beat him, 
uh, uh, McConaughey would beat him. O'Rourke, it's close. But I think I would expect McConaughey to at one point announce support for O'Rourke, Beto O'Rourke. In a video tweet Sunday, McConaughey said, as a simple kid born in the little town of Uvalde, Texas, it never occurred to me that I would one day be considered for political leadership. It's a humbling and inspiring path to ponder. It's also a path that I'm choosing not to take at the moment. So he's out. Jack Dorsey. Uh, it, for, for buddies, at Jack. I'm at Cyberclops. He's at Jack. At Jack. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, is set to step down. Uh, Parag Agrawal will be taking over. Oddly, I have sent letters directly to both of them. <laughs> Just to let you know. Uh, I don't actually think that Twitter will go down though in, in, in stock, uh, though it was down some today in the market, uh, simply because chief, uh, the chief tech officer, uh, Parag Agrawal, uh, is probably a good choice for Twitter. Uh, Dorsey said, I've decided to leave Twitter because I believe the company is ready to move on from its founders. Uh, Dorsey said in an email he published on Twitter that Agrawal has been his choice to lead the company for some time, given how deeply he understands the company and its needs. And I would probably agree with that. So, short one today, after the holiday. That's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Monday, November 29th, 2021. Monday, November 29th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. I, I did get up early, but I had to run out this morning, so it's good. I got it out late today. Really late, like an hour and a half late. Um, so that's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, I truly appreciate you coming every day. It's so nice of you. It really is. Uh, I, 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 can't, I can't thank you enough. Bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow if you can. Uh, tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops. Or maybe you just want to uh, give me a story. By the way, I'm coming up. This Friday is going to be my 400th episode. You know? Um... But yeah, uh, maybe you want to tell me about a story. Maybe you want to tell me how I'm doing a story wrong. Maybe you want to complain to me. Maybe you want to bitch and moan. Eh, whatever. At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. <laughs>